Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Threeper Fighter Radio. I am your host, The Nobody, and I am here to inform you of various truths that you may or may not know. Well, today, I really don't have any specific talk topic I'm going to talk about, but I do want to give a little bit of encouragement to fellow believers out there and to the, even those who, in those who are going through rough times right now. Yeah, we, we are in some pretty crazy times. Um, and I tell you, it's not going to get easier. This country, uh, America, is on its way down. It's a strategic plan by the elites to bring down the Western world. Right now, the U.S. is about to um, launch the digital currency. By the end of this year, it will be in full effect, I would imagine. Starting July 1st, I've read some things that possibly July 1st, they're going to start um, taking down apps like Cash App, Zelle, PayPal, things like this that we use regularly. They're going to go to CBDC money. It's a Fed coin that's going to be completely controlled by the government. And if you want to make a purchase, well, before you make that purchase, it will go to their computer system and they will be able to approve it or deny it. Yes, this is very real for some of you that maybe not have heard of this new digital currency and the way it is. Well, I suggest you read the executive order. And you can find that online. It's already been signed as well, and I believe it's 90% of countries are on board with a world, um, a one-world digital currency right now. And then you have the BRICS nation pulling out from the Western world. So, I mean, Russia, China, they're not going to, Iran, they're not going to deal with America anymore. That's going to all come crashing down. And obviously, as we know, we get all of our goods, most of our goods, from China right? Everything, all your clothes, China, um, part, little, you know, parts and pieces, China, car parts, China, everything. Russia is a big uh, supplier of gas. So we are, we are definitely in for some rough, rough times, but I tell you, there's a way that you can make yourself and your family a little bit comfortable. And that is by preparing. You cannot just ride this out until the very end and expect a good turnout because I promise you, and there's many other people that would tell you the same thing that I'm telling you and that have done the research and know what's coming. This is nothing new. Bill Cooper talked about this in the 90s. He knew this was going to come and he, he risked his life because he was trying to wake people up. He had a love for people. He was a believer, and he was trying to wake people up, but unfortunately, a lot of it fell on deaf ears. So I'd imagine me talking now, it's going to fall on a lot of deaf ears. But to those who are really listening and and who want to be prepared and know and believe what's going on, believe me when I say this, we are going to have hell on earth in these next five years, starting at the end of this year, I believe, at the end of this year. But within these next few years, few, three, five years, there's we are going to be in some very dark times, and it's going to only go downhill from that because the ultimate push is to the one-world government, and that one-world government is going to be ran by the Antichrist. The scriptures tell us this. 
so we can be prepared though time and time again there's jesus was warning us of what was to come his prophets god was using the prophets to warn the people of what's to come the new world government so we could be prepared there's even a scripture that uh, tells us that the wise man stores up choice food and oil but the fool gulps his down and so again prepare physical preparedness is extremely important god does not want us to just roll over and die when this happens i've talked to a lot of believers and like oh well you know i don't need to prepare i don't need to worry about all that because you know i'm i'm saved and and i'm gonna go to heaven and i'm god's gonna you know he's gonna help me well god helps those who helps who help themselves and time and time again the bible clearly shows us that physical preparation is, is of importance and and you don't know if you're just going to roll over and die it's not that's not reality because first of all as a human being your natural instinct is to survive if you're in a situation where your life is at stake or your family you're not going to roll over and die no matter how much you think you will you are going to fight till your very last breath to live it is in everybody that nature is in every human being on earth so do everything you can to prepare for your family's sake if you're not doing it for yourself do it for your family if you have children right what do you i mean are you just going to let them die are you going to let them starve to death because i tell you we are going to have a worldwide famine it has already begun there's a lot of countries right now that are literally starving to death. And then, not to mention the vaccine, killing millions and millions of people. I talked that on another episode. Over 20 million people have died from this vaccine. These are facts. This is truth. Go research it yourself. Be prepared. Get guns, ammo, food, gold, silver, water, gas. Whatever you need to survive, I mean, you can make up your own little, you know, your bug out plan, your bug out list, do all that, but make sure you're ready for what's coming. You do not want to get caught off guard for what's coming here to America. It is not good. In fact, there's already, they have, um, the Chinese are setting up police stations here in America. That should be alarming to us. Illegal immigrants coming across our borders by the thousands every single day. I was reading some article and I believe it said it was like 14,000 illegal immigrants coming across per day. That is insane. That right there is, is collapsing our resources, our economy, our food sources. I, I mean, that has such a big impact on America we don't even realize how big but that is a, this is a strategic plan they want this this is purposeful because again their whole goal is to destroy america that is their whole goal and they are infiltrating america the chinese i tell you this the chinese have been infiltrating our country for a long long time now they have been buying up land some people don't know this some people do but they have been buying up land like crazy you can go research that as well. So they're here and they are going to use China, NATO. They're going to use um, use them to 
fulfill this one world government. And I believe they're going to, they're going to, uh, when the time is right, that they are going to be the ones to try and take our guns. I don't really, I'm not sure if it would be our own military. Um, some of them, obviously the ones that conform, but I think more so it's going to be China, um, NATO that is going to take our guns, but we'll see. But ultimately they will try and take our guns and they're already doing this little by little by little. They're, they're removing the laws and they're, and they're seeing that no, everyone's just bending over and saying, yep, yeah, sure. All right. Another lot. See, we're too complacent in America. We need to get it together. We need to pray harder than we have ever prayed before, but not just prayer. We need to take action. We cannot let them continue to remove our freedoms like they are doing, because if we continue to do this for much longer and just continue to let them take our freedoms, well, guess what? We're going to end up in concentration camps. We're going to be complete slaves. We're already slaves to the system. I mean, once that fractional reserve lending came into play, that, that's all she wrote. We were slaves. It is very hard to break out of this matrix. They don't want you to break out of the matrix, so they'll do everything they can to keep you down, to keep you poor, to keep you mentally just off, physically sick. And once the, once the medical industry grabs you, man, they do not let go at all. So many people become deathly sick by trusting in the medical association because they've put too much trust in the doctors, in the nurses, in the medical industry, in big pharma. They put way too much trust in these doctors. And let me tell you, the medical, American Medical Association and big pharma is not your friend. They never have been. Their goal is not, their goal is not to cure is not to cure you. Their goal is to keep you sick and to ultimately kill you fast. So, I mean, you look in the Bible, I mean, you know, in biblical times, people live hundreds of years old. And some of them, gosh, in the beginning, they were living so, so long. But that not in America. They don't want that. Every corner, there's a fast food and a liquor store. And if you, can, and if you notice, what I notice everywhere is... If there's a liquor store, there is a fast food joint right across the street or very close by on the same block. It's like clockwork. It's everywhere. So that should tell us something, right? They've placed in there. And these companies are owned by the same people. You have McDonald's. You have the Chevron. You have all these. You have the Starbucks right next door to it. I mean, these are all owned by the same people. You know, sure, you can get shares in them and things like this, and they have part owners, but it's all ran by the same people. It's all strategically placed by the same people. Rothschilds, Rockefellers, DuPont, BlackRock. Just throwing out names, but you can do your research on that. Folks, we need to, we need to stand together. The propaganda war machine is dividing everybody. It's pitting everybody against each other. And and what people are not realizing, they're not even realizing that, that they wake up every day and they're they're fighting the wrong enemy. 
the true enemy is the controllers of this world. Our number one enemy is Satan. That's scriptural. That's biblical. We know that our number one enemy is Satan, and we know that Satan is in control of this earth right now. And he is using people to do his will. Just as God uses people to do his will, well, Satan is using people to do his will. So Satan is our number one enemy. Scripture tells us that we are at war with governing authorities on earth. Okay, it says we are not at war with flesh and blood. When he's saying, talking about flesh and blood, that means fellow believers. We are not at war with fellow believers, but we are at war with governing authorities on earth and principalities of darkness in the heavenly realms. So clearly, the, the powers that be on earth are satanic. And when you, when you look back when, on Jesus' time, right? Who killed him? The Roman government. They killed him. It was the government. They've always been our enemy, but they all they like to play the good guy. Remember, order out of chaos, right? So they they create chaos, and then they come and they play the good guy. They try they act like the good guy, and and they oh we're gonna fix everything. They've done this since the beginning of time, right? Every every great government. So. But we got to stop buying into the lie. I mean, enough is enough. How long are, are people going to believe these these lies that they just spew out of their mouth? These politicians is all they do is lie. These news um, outlets is all they do is lie. The TV, it's, it's just one big lie. It's a, it's a fantasy world, you know. All this stuff is is detrimental to our health, to our spirit man and our mental man. But... That's besides the point. We have to rise up and stand together and stop conforming to the ways of the world. The only way we can truly be renewed by our in our minds is if we stop conforming to the ways of the world. And the more we break away from this world and what they do, all their pagan holidays and all the TV and all the garbage music and all the, I mean, you know, so much stuff. The more we break away from that and the more we seek a personal relationship with Jesus, the better off we will be. I promise you that. There are so many believers right now, too, that have no idea what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus. If you ask them about that true peace, have they ever felt that true peace? Have they ever cried out to God and, and felt God's Holy Spirit upon them, knock them to the ground and have that wonderful feeling that God is right there with you and have this peace that just overwhelms you. And if you talk to them, start to talk to them about God's Holy Spirit, they have no idea what you're talking about because they can't relate. They cannot relate because they've had a superficial faith. It's been about, yes, I believe in Jesus because I want to get to, it's more so that they want to get to heaven they don't care about having a relationship with God. They just want to get to heaven. They don't want to go to hell. But it's so much more than that. So many believers are not even saved and they have, they are deceived. James one twenty two tells us, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, but do what it says. What, what does it mean to believe in, in Jesus? It doesn't just mean to acknowledge because even the demons acknowledge Jesus. 
But yet, are they going to heaven? No. Do they have a relationship with him? No. This word acknowledge has been so watered down from what it really meant. To acknowledge, to believe in Jesus, right? To believe, it's been so watered down that the word believe. To believe in Jesus means to acknowledge and obey. To obey his word. So many believers right now are not living that. They acknowledge Jesus, yes, but they're living as the world is living. We cannot do that if we are true believers. If we are truly saved, we will not be doing that. If we are truly saved, we will be breaking away from the world. Day by day, we will be breaking away because we are new creations in Christ. The old man is gone. And if we're truly saved, then the old man really is gone. And yes, we still make mistakes. We're still sinners. We're filthy rags. Um, we are as filthy rags in front of the Lord. But the thing is, it is going to be so evident that we're believers by our actions, by what we, not just what we speak, because we can all go to church and say, you know, praise the Lord, hands up, hallelujah, brother, yes, I'm doing amazing. Then you, and then we all split ways and we go home and and then that's and then but then behind closed doors you know we're we're doing all these sinful things it's just the hypocrisy in it all believers especially and it's sad because i want everybody to experience god's holy spirit his true presence i live in it daily I seek God's face daily because I need it. I cannot live a minute without God in my life. I have to be thinking of him 24-7, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm driving, if I'm working, if I'm reading, if I'm in the bathroom, brushing my teeth, whatever. I have to be thinking about him 24-7 because when I'm away, if I, if I stop thinking about God, I'm miserable and I am weak. Without him, I can do nothing without the strength of Jesus, without his Holy Spirit, without his presence in my life. I can do nothing. For far too long, years ago, I, I've, been, I've been sober and clean for four years. I haven't had a drop of alcohol because I was an addict for a long, long time. For almost 12 years, I was using. I haven't had a cigarette. I haven't had a drop of alcohol. I haven't had any substance. I do absolutely nothing for four years. I've been completely clean. But for all that time, it was only by God's grace that I got clean. For all that time, I was trying it my way. And my way was getting me nowhere but misery, trouble. Everywhere I turned, it was trouble, trouble, trouble. And I was miserable, absolutely miserable. But when I surrendered my life and I fell to my knees and I cried out to God with a repentant heart, a repentant heart. That means turning from, turning away, running away from my sin. And truly at the bottom of my heart was repentant for all everything that I did, all my sins, living the way I was living so carelessly and recklessly. And I was living for the devil then that's when things changed. That's when God's Holy Spirit, His presence came down upon me. And it has never left since. 
and now I am sold out for the kingdom. That is, that is how we need to be as believers, sold out for the kingdom. We can't have one foot in and one foot out. We can't, we can't be for God and for the world. We can't serve two masters. Scripture tells us this. We cannot serve two masters. If it's not of God, if it's not Jesus, if it's not Holy Spirit, it's of Satan. And we should not have anything to do with it. And if we truly love God, if we ask ourselves, do I have, do I have the Holy Spirit in my life? Because you will know, you will absolutely know. Because you will have this peace, no matter what trial you're going through, you will have a peace. But you will want to do God's will. You will want to make him proud. As if he is your, he is our father. But as if, as a child wanting to make his father proud. That's how we should be. Wanting to make God proud in everything we do. So that he smiles upon us. That's how we need to live. Like true children of God. Because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus said that. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. And it is even more at hand now. Since the time he said it. We are so close. to th This world is not going to be the same. It is rapidly changing. Because we are headed toward the end of times. The Bible is the only book that has ever um, prophesied all these things. The Bible is the only truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him. Everything the Bible has predicted has come true so far. So how can we not believe it? There is overwhelming evidence that the things in the Bible happened, the stories that we read about Sodom and Gomorrah, there's overwhelming evidence that that happened. And everything, if we look at what this government does and all the evil around us, it all leads back to Satan and God. It's a spiritual battle. It's not Muhammad and Buddha or whatever. It's not all these different, you know, these different gods. It's no, the one God. It's, it's God and Satan as his enemy, as our enemy. And we look at that, the Freemasons, what, it, what is their true religion? Well, their true religion. Religion is Satanism. If you ask any, you know, basic level, you know, here in America, Freemason, of course, they're going to lie through their teeth. A lot of them, 90% of them have no idea what true Masonry really is. Well, I can tell you right now, it is Satanism. Only 10% of Masons know the secrets of Masonry. This is why 90% of them, they have no idea. They'll be like, no, we're good people. Da, da, da. It's not a religion. It's not. No, it's absolutely a religion. They worship Satan and they have contact with demons. This is facts. And I also encourage a lot of uh, you people to check out Bill Cooper. Listen to everything, you know, that you can of him. Get his book, Behold a Pale Horse. I have the very original very first edition, 91 publication, very hard to get. But, I mean, if you go online, they're going to, again, there's there's pages missing that I have those missing pages. But still, the book is a great read and all of it is true. What he wrote in there was true. Everything he said was absolute truth. 
So stop listening to Joe Rogan. Stop listening to Alex Jones. Those are just distractions and they are leading you in the wrong direction. Yes, there's a lot of truth, they say. But I can tell you this, that they are part of the system. When I say that, they they are controlled. They are they are puppets. So, same with Trump. He's just a puppet. I know a lot of you hate to hear that. Oh, Trump's not. You know, Trump is your idol, right? Get rid of it. Get rid of him. He is not who you think he is. He is a Freemason, and he is part of the bigger plan. You have to realize this. Do you think if Trump was really the person that everyone thinks he is, do you think he would still be alive? Absolutely not. They would have got rid of him so easy. They would have assassinated him long ago. The whole reason he is still around is because they say he can stay around. He is their puppet. He is a Rothschild puppet. He's just a puppet on a string. And he is pulling everybody's string. And they are worshipping him like an idol. Make America great again. Trump. No. God is the only one who can make America great. By using us. We, the people, will make America great again. If we so choose. We don't need one man called Trump to make America great again. How stupid does that sound? When you really think about it. You're putting all your hope in one man. And as a man. And a very corrupt man at that. So come on. Wake up, people. Wake up. Smell the coffee. Because a new day is dawning. And Jesus Christ is the only one who can save us. Everything else, bogus. Right? But again... We are called to prepare. We must prepare physically. Because during these hellish times on earth, I promise you God can use you and he will use you if you are willing to help so many people during these times. Because it is going to be hell on earth. It is going to be very scary and very hard times, very uncomfortable times for a lot of people. Now we can make our time a little bit more comfortable. But ultimately... There's going to be a time, it is going to, we are in such a, an amazing time. We can bring, there's going to be a revival. At the same time this hell on earth is happening, there is going to be a revival. I promise you this. I guarantee there's going to be an amazing revival. That's going to start with you, the one listening right now. You can be the start of this revival. Every day you wake up. Have that mindset that I'm going to be used by God. God, use me. I'm going to pray for people today. I'm going to help as many people as I can today because I'm doing it out of, the, out of my the love in my heart and the love for Jesus. Not because you have to. Don't do it if you feel like you have to. Do it because you really want to, because you have God's Holy Spirit upon your life. That's when we should go out there and pray for people help the orphans, the widows, help the weak. Do whatever God is leading you to do, but be led by the Spirit of God. Be led by the Spirit of God, not legalism. Legalism gets us nowhere but condemnation. 
of being led, but having the Spirit of God. Man, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Every day I wake up, I want to go out there and help somebody, even when and pray for people, even when I'm even when I'm feeling really crappy and really down. So just because I'm willing, I God always sends someone in my path to be a blessing to, whether it's giving them encouragement, praying for them, whatever it may be, but it, it, it actually helps me. So when I'm down and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do any of this, but I'm willing and I'm like, all right, God, use me today. Help me to get out of my crappy attitude or whatever. And bam, he uses, he sends someone in my path that I can be a blessing to. And some actually, sometimes he'll send people that pray for me. And it just, I get rejuvenated from that. That's what happens when you live in the spirit. It's time for the church to stand up. It is time for us to say no to this government. To say no to the transgender movement. To say no to homosexuality being pushed on our kids. To say no to the drag queens being pushed on our kids. To say no to these these pornographic books that are in our schools now. To say no to the vaccine. And to say no, you're not going to jab my kid. You're not going to give them vaccines. To say no. You know, a nurse the other day told me, I just want to throw this out there, and I'm, I'm going to, um, I knew there was a lot of vaccines that, that the kids get by the time they're, you know, they're teenagers, and my gosh, it's insane. But a nurse the other day at Kaiser told me that I, now I'm, I'm going to look more into this, but this is just what I heard from, this is what she told me. So I want you guys to go and, and research this as well too, but she said that, Within the first 48 hours or, or, or week that the, the baby is born, uh, it, it gets 105 shots. Okay, 105 shots, she said, within the first 48 hours uh, to week that this baby is born. 105 shots, that's insane. And then, of course, the babies are sick and they have autism and all these different things because the vaccines. But that's just insanity. So... Wrap that around your brain for a second and go do the research on that. But And don't, again, don't research it on Google. Ask around, talk to people because that is absolutely insanity. They are pumping your children right when they come out of the womb with poisons. With poisons. Man. The things that they are doing to the children. They are attacking the children. In the Bible, it tells us that whoever hurts one of these little ones, whoever leads one of these little ones astray, it is better that you tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself into the sea than to harm one of these little ones. God's vengeance is coming for you. For the people who hurt these children, he is coming for you. His vengeance, his wrath, and I promise you do not want to experience that. You better stop what you're doing now because vengeance is his. And he will use the church 
to strike these nations, these wicked nations down, these wicked people down. The time is coming. There is going to be a battle over the whole earth. It is going to be so much bloodshed. We have to be ready for this, folks, because the time is drawing closer and closer and closer. We are running out of time. We are losing the battle right now. We are absolutely losing the battle. Do we really care about our children? Do we really care about our family? Because all we are just letting this stuff happen. Like it's no big deal. We are letting it happen like it's no big deal. I, I hear a lot of complaining all the time, all over social media. and So many comments. It's overwhelming. It's just, and it's all complaining, but no action. All talk, but no walk. When are we going to say enough is enough? We can't go lone wolf on this. We can't make a change doing it lone wolf. We can we can change some stuff. But the change that I'm talking about, we have to unite. We have to come together. One body under God. We have to come together and stop this evil. Protect the children. Their innocence. Because their innocence is being stolen daily. It is so sick. And don't get me started on the, the human trafficking. These children. Oh my gosh. And the ways they're being trafficked. And what's and the, the, the torture and the rape that these children go through. And how afraid they must be. We have no idea. I wish I could go into the darkest dungeons. The darkest depths of hell to find out how these children must feel. The fear that they must feel. Because as, as we're all sitting so comfortably in our lavish houses. In our nice cushy cars. In our warm beds. Children all over the world by the millions. Are suffering the most horrendous. Acts of violence that anyone could ever imagine. Same with women. Human trafficking is not a joke. Folks, pray unceasingly. Now is the time. Spend every waking moment seeking God's face, not just His hand when you're in trouble. He wants, he loves us so much. He literally does not want anyone to perish, but he wants everyone to have everlasting life. That is what scripture tells us. He wants us to have everlasting life with him. He created us. He gave us free will. People say, oh, how, how does such a, such a loving God let all this evil happen? It's called free will. We're not robots. As we have free will, so do evil people. They make choices too. God does not promise that this life will be easy, but he does promise that he will be with you during the trials and tribulations and count it pure joy. These trials and tribulations count it pure joy that we get to suffer for Christ, that we get to suffer for the kingdom as Christ suffered for our sins. We need to make this more real than, than it is now. The kingdom of heaven should be more real to us than this earth right now. We need to pray for that. Pray for that. Pray that heaven becomes more real. That the things of the spirit become more real to us 
than the things of the flesh. Then we'll start to make some breakthroughs, some serious breakthroughs. We need to live in the Spirit. And yes, there is a doctrine on the Holy Spirit that is never rarely teached, uh, taught in churches. That there is a doctrine of the Holy Spirit and that we need to be led by the Spirit, the prompting of the Holy Spirit. We need to stop with this superficial faith. We need to make the things that we cannot see more real than the things that we can see. Because this life is so short. It is going to end every day, every breath that you take. You are one step, one breath closer to meeting God face to face. And if you really ask yourself, am I really saved? Or am I just a superficial, legalistic Christian? Or do I actually have a personal relationship? When you meet God, if you're not truly right with God... He will say, depart from me. I never knew you. Those are scary words that I don't think anybody wants to hear. Don't get so comfortable in your so-called faith where you stop living your kingdom purpose. So many believers will never experience, or so-called believers, should I say, will never experience the joy of the Lord or, or, or His Holy Spirit in their lives. Soften your hearts. Ask God to humble you, to give you a humble and contrite spirit. Ask Him to give you a heart of flesh. Ask Him to pour out His Holy Spirit upon you and seek His face every day. Pray. Repent. Daily. We must repent unceasingly we must meditate on his word day and night folks this is some serious business this is this most serious thing that anyone could ever do is build a personal relationship with Jesus King Yeshua don't stop don't put God around your schedule put your schedule around God make him number one Make him number one. Because he loves every single one of you. He is just waiting with open arms to receive you. If you let him. And trust me, all this evil in the world will be dealt with one day. It's just not on our timing. It's on God's timing. But seek the truth because the truth, as the Bible says, will set us free. We must seek the truth and we must seek Jesus with all of our hearts, with all of our mind, and with all of our soul. Because the time is coming. Any day could be our last day. And I don't know about you, but for me, I want to live every day like it is my last day. I want to fulfill my kingdom purpose, my calling on my life. And I hope and pray that everyone listening right now wants to fulfill their calling. Because everyone has a calling. But not all of them will grasp that. Not everybody listening right now will fulfill 
their calling. Because they're lacking the personal relationship with Jesus, with God Almighty. They are void of His Holy Spirit. Folks, and when it has to, when the time comes, you know, for all this in America to come crashing down, just make sure you're ready. That's all I can say. Get get prepared for your family's sake, for your own sake. Have a plan. Have a bug out plan. I know it's totally off. I mean, I go back and forth with, you know, the spirit and then physical preparation, but they're, they're both of importance. Um, physical preparation is of importance and physical fitness. Um, but of course the spiritual aspect is much more important. Let's get our hearts right, but also train, start to train. There's a lot of people out there. I just want to throw this out there. There's a lot of people out there that have all the best bug out gear and they have all the ammo and guns and food and they think that they're ready to go because now that's good. You have all that, but what happens if your house burns down with all your stuff? What happens if your house gets raided? What happens if you can't bring that stuff or your car breaks down and now you got to get out of Dodge? What happens then? Now you have to rely on your physical fitness. And most people, I tell you, most even militia members that I've met, they're, they're not very fit. They've got, you know, they've got this whole plan in their head that they're going to, uh, you know, or these so-called patriots, they're going to, you know, bug out, but they're so out of shape, they don't even realize that they're not going to be able to bug out. I see this a lot. So many out-of-shape preppers. Your physical fitness is number one. When it comes to prepping, prep your body, your physical body and your mind. Get ready because you may have to walk for days on end with a 60, 70 pound pack on you. And you're not physically fit. Trust me when I say this. Physical fitness is of extreme importance. If you are a prepper, you must be physically fit. Because most of the time, 90 not probably 95% of the time, it is not going to go as we expect it. We have this great plan in our head. I'm going to do this, and this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to go here, and, and it doesn't happen that way. But you do need to be ready to bug out. You need to be ready for every situation because it's always going to be changing. You need to be ready, especially for physical combat. If you think you can protect your family and you weigh 200 and you know, 60 pounds and you live off donuts and fast food, well, you got another thing coming. And you think just because you have a gun, no, you better be proficient in that gun. You better know how to use that gun and know combat with that gun, not just shooting range. You have to stress test yourself. There is so much you have to think about. I train five days a week, two to three hours a day. In combat, Krav Maga, Jeet Kune Do, Muay Thai, Judo, and CQB. And I'm always out in the mountains with my bag. I'm testing the gear that I have. I'm out there climbing up mountains with that bag. With a group of guys that I work with. Reconnaissance missions, night missions, all these different things. Communications. you got to have all this as you're 
in your in your bag of tools. There's so much that you have to understand about real life prepping. It's not just about having food, water, guns, ammo. You are the you have to you have to train yourself to be the best you can be. You cannot always rely on your equipment. You have a mind, use it. You have an amazing body that God gave you. Get it in shape. Be the best you can be. Don't sit on the couch wishing you could be John Wick. Make yourself into John Wick. Don't sit there wanting and wishing and envying these Hollywood stars on TV, right? These action movie characters that that you're like, oh, I wish I want to be that person. And you're sitting there two, three hours a day watching these movies wishing you were somebody. Well, newsflash, you can be that somebody. It just takes dedication and hard work. It's not easy. But stop envying people that you wish you could be like. Go out and be that person. Be all you can be because God created you to be an amazing person. He created you to be strong. He says, take care. Our body is a temple. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We need to take care of it. Lay off the junk food as much as you can. Lay off the cigarettes. Lay off the alcohol. Lay off the couch. <laughs> and go to the gym. Go get fit. Find a find a dojo to fight and learn. Learn, 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 learn. Read books. Learn human anatomy. Just do something besides sitting there and wishing. Because God wants to use you. How are you going to help the weak if you can't even run a mile? I mean, truly, ask yourself. You may say, oh, that sounds mean. No, this is reality. You can do it. You just got to give yourself more credit. You got to, it's a mental, it's, it's all mental. Just, we need to do this as men because there's too many cheese puff men out there. That honestly, they shouldn't even be. They're not men, really. Men are no longer men nowadays. It's it's very sick. We are in a sick, sick time where men are no longer men. So this is a call to all the strong men out there. Use your strength. Use your ability that God gave you, your talents, to help the week to protect the women and the children and get ready prepare for the times that are coming prepare well that's all i think i'm gonna say tonight i want to thank everybody for tuning in and i just want to leave you with um you know i just wanted to leave you with a little bit of encouragement a little bit what's going on but but mainly, you know, if you can take anything away from this tonight, I know it was it wasn't really a topic, but I felt like I needed to share that. God put it on my heart. I feel like this had to be said. But seek a personal relationship with Jesus. That's really all that matters. And then after that, prepare for what's coming. Physically prepare for what's coming. May God bless you, may God keep you, and may God protect you guys.
Have a good night.